This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret, and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming, only on Hulu. everybody welcome to the 61st episode of kiwi and the bird i'm kami i'm taylor and in today's episode we are giving a non-spoiler review about the enthralling and entangling the swoven kingdom by tahara mafi if this is your first time listening welcome here's how our book reviews work we'll give you little stopses about the book chat about the characters and give our thoughts on the setting and writing style and of course we'll list out our favorite things about the swoven kingdom and we'll end the episode with a rating of the book now if you'd like this episode or this show, or what we do, we'd love to have your support. Donating to Kiwi the Bird helps us so much. It keeps the show running, aids with giveaways and other fun activities, and enables us to grow. If you're interested, you're welcome to click on the link in the episode description below, or visit our Venmo, which is also at Kiwi and the Bird. And now, on to the show. This Wolven Kingdom is a YA fantasy told through the eyes of protagonist Elise. This book has a kiss, but no sex. Now, Kami is going to be giving you all the synopsis. I will try. Elise has a secret that she must protect at all costs, even if it means enduring the brutal routine as a servant in a noble house. But being a servant offers disguise and protection, something Elise is desperately lacking only for her plans to fall through the day she decides to spare a young, misguided boy. The day Prince Kamran witnesses a servant save a boy in the streets is the day he's convinced she's an enemy spy, set on destroying his kingdom or dunya. Knowing the peril his country is already in with neighboring territories, Kamran will put all of his efforts in discovering and knowing this girl. But with star-crossed prophecies, unrest between the jinn and the clay, and an empty throne waiting to be claimed, Kamran soon learns that it might not be his land in danger, but his heart. My heart's in danger, but it's just because of what I eat. I'm pretty sure that's not true. I've eaten a lot of bread. Straight up. I think what really hurts your heart is bacon. Katie, I've eaten a lot of (laughs) bacon. Oh. Oops. The protagonist in this woven kingdom is Elise, a girl with water for blood and eyes that shouldn't be seen, lest Elise reveals her secret. Kind-hearted and graceful, with a predilection for good acts and selflessness, Elise wants better for the world, even if the world does not feel the same. What did you think about Miss Elise? I just felt bad for the girl. (laughs) Oh, yeah. It's like orphaned, working as a servant, even though she's like smart and like well-spoken. You just feel bad for the girl, but I also, I did like her in terms of just her character because I think Tahara Mafi did a really good job of kind of portraying Alize's secret through her character and you could really see it. Um, And I like that she was, like, she is well-spoken, but she's a bit more soft-spoken in her character. And I like that she is graceful and even, like, she's graceful even when she's clumsy, Right? Because it's kind of just like, the it's not necessarily her actions, but the way she carries herself. And all, the, all she really wants is to be free. Poor girl. Sad. But 
also, like, your taste in men is questionable. <laughs> Just throw that in. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think Elise definitely does have kind of that quiet power where she is regal. She is graceful, like you said. She does have a very keen intelligence to her. She's very aware. She has to be. She has to take caution in this world because this world would take her out at any moment. And so I like the sense that she is trying to survive in dangerous circumstances, but that her heart still stays soft as she does so. And she doesn't want to do to others what has been done to her. Do I think that Elise could have been a little bit more careful? Sure. But the heart wants what it wants. I mean, I'm not, well, would I? Would I lay my life down for a pretty face? Depends on the day. Think of Subin. Depends on the day. (laughs) In this woven kingdom, we also meet Prince Comron of Ardunia. Anger fuels most of his actions and choices, but deep inside his soul, he wants to do right by his people. Even if it means disobeying the king, his grandfather. What did you think about... Our, our prince character. I love how within the first few pages that we meet Comron, he's straight up like, anger is who I am. <laughs> <laughs> he's not afraid to admit it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but his anger isn't necessarily like an explosive anger to me. Mm-hmm. It's more so kind of like that simmering contempt, <laughs> the constant disdain and irritation toward most of humanity, in all honesty. Which I was like, kind of get do i do i relate do i want to admit that i kind of relate i don't know (laughs) i do wish that i felt a little bit more magnetism toward him because as the romantic interest love interest i didn't quite feel blushy around him Mm. like i wish i wish that he had maybe could have been a vulnerability or like a hobby or an unexpected action but I felt like the only times we really saw him softer and more charming was with one particular person that I'm sure you can guess. Female lead? <laughs> the most beautiful woman in the entire world. Apparently. And so I do wish that there was a little bit something else to endear us as the reader. I want to fall in love too. With fictional people, not in real life. Don't don't choke like that. <laughs> no, no. We don't play like that. <laughs> um. Yeah, with Pinch Conrad, like... Yes, anger comes very, very easily to him. Uh, but he's also incredibly unashamed. Like, this this boy is so honest and blunt and, like, does not care about the consequences of that. He's like, honesty is the best policy. <laughs> and in doing so, he kind of also turned into probably the most comedic of the characters. <laughs> At least personally for me, which I, I appreciated. Um, but I, I will agree with you in that in terms of a romantic interest, like Cameron didn't really make me blush. It's, it's more like I liked him, but I, but I wasn't swooning. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. 
Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Let's talk setting. This Wolven Kingdom takes place in the Kingdom of Ardunia, a palace set into a canyon whose main concerns lie around the drought and the ancient threat posed against the monarchy. What did you think about the setting? From the characters' names and the languages um, posed in the story, I had assumed that the story took, or the, the entire story was more so based around Middle Eastern or Arabic origins. Um, but there were a couple of things in the story that led me to believe that it also might have been European-based. And so I never really got a clear image of either or or an explanation for it. So overall, like I I could imagine like where I was. It was just like the vibe. Mm. Something I really did appreciate about the setting though is that I could I could understand the politics very well. Oh yes. On the ground level, but then on the kingdom <clears throat> level. Like I understood the politics between the people and then the politics surrounding the kingdoms with what Ardunia needs versus what the other kingdoms want and who's willing to give and take. So I did understand those very well, which I really appreciated, as they are such important components in the story. I will say, I did like the mythology behind um, the story. I think it was very interesting. It was very new. And I liked I liked to see um, how the politics will unfold in like the sequel. Yes. Now let's talk about the next topic, writing style. What did you think about the author, Tahara Mafi? Well, I think really sets this book apart, especially in terms of the politics and the little, the nitty gritty details that go into it. I think that the author did a really great job of diving into those things, of layering the details, of really uh, creating a different land a different story a different feeling a different universe almost because like you said the mythology and the story it is very fresh it is very new it is something that we haven't seen before I do wish that the pacing was a little bit more consistent or maybe at times a little bit more streamlined but the writing was still beautiful nonetheless I I felt like there was a lot of love in this story which made the descriptions and, like I said, those little details really beautiful to read. Yeah, I think in terms of YA authors, my favorite authors to read their books um, are the ones who got really popular in 2015 and 2016 and who have been in the writing game for a long time. Um, And Tara Mafi is one of those authors. Like, I like the way she writes because I can see it very clearly in my head. Um... And it feels like it feels like her voice, right? Like I think I could like actually distinctly like say, "Oh yes, this is Tahar Mafi." Now, if you like Romeo and Juliet, Cinderella, prophesized destruction, the devil, water, gin, clay, kingdoms, hot-tempered, dark-haired princes, secret royals, multiple potential love triangles, could be a quadrilateral movement. Yeah. (laughs) really good dragons magic sprightly children secret identities complicated grandparent relations serpents shears and seamstressing then this might be the story for you 
you might want to go to your local library or bookstore and get it. I mean, especially, I feel like the complicated grandparent relationship is really specific. It really is. So if you're really looking for that in a story. Like that trope? You don't, you don't find it very often. <laughs> is it a trope? <laughs> but, yeah, definitely check it out. Yeah, Especially since the sequel's coming out in February. Oh, yeah, that. Actually, if you pre-order uh, the sequel right now and you submit your receipt, you get a cute little dragon enamel pin. I, I love enamel pins. You got to pre-order. I love enamel pins. You got a pre-order. <laughs> <laughs> now, Taylor, based on our unique rating scale of one to seven, one being literal trash and seven being fangirl mania, what would you rate this Woven Kingdom by Tahara Mafi? I'm going to give this book a 4.8. Ooh. Which is a page turner, but leaning more toward a five, which is feeling my shelf. My favorite part about this book was easily the magic and the politics. Mm-hmm. And I think the characters were really interesting as well. I did love that Elise had a lot of heart. I did love that the world didn't get her down. And I did like Comron's unintentional comedic timing <laughs> and his bluntness. And I am curious to see where they go. I did pre-order the sequel, which if you didn't know... <laughs> We pre-order. You can't get the dragon. You should show me. I'll give it to you. No. Yes. Like I said, I loved the components in this book. I do wish that the plot had been streamlined just a little bit more. I think that would maybe have possibly clarified things or enhanced what was already there just a tad bit more. But what about you? I think I'm actually going to go higher than you on this one. Oh. <gasps> Um, in this story, I think I've just been reading a lot of books where I can't imagine the scene, where I don't really connect a ton with the characters' backgrounds, and that's something that I've really missed in stories, and I think because of the timing of me reading this story at the at a time where I've been lacking that, I got a lot of it in this book. Maybe too much, as we've said before, it could have been streamlined, but because of that reason, I'm just going to give it this one a straight five. Ooh. Which is a feeling myself because I did like, I really did enjoy the characters. And while I didn't quite understand the feeling of the setting, I could still imagine it. And I really appreciated the characters' backgrounds and how that uh, translated to the characters they are now. I was really interested in, in the mythology, in, in the politics, in, in kind of like what will happen next to these countries. Mm, yes. Especially with the ending. Yes. Not to spoil, but to tantalize. The ending is intriguing. (laughs) (laughs) The ending is a cliffhanger. It's a cliffhanger, yeah. Thank you so much for joining us on Keeping the Bird for a book recommendation episode about this woven kingdom by Tahara Mafi. We hope that you'll join us in our upcoming episodes. If you enjoyed our content, don't be afraid to subscribe to the podcast and follow us on social media. On both Twitter and Instagram, we go by the handle at KimiTheBird. Once more, if you'd like to support the podcast, just click on the link in the episode description. We hope you liked today's recommendation. Join us for our upcoming book discussion episode where we go into spoilers and details about this woven kingdom. And remember, like a library, at KimiTheBird, shh happens.